Pickaxe. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome back to... I'm sick. Fuck, I'm so the sick. The Triforce, the Poodcoon. You're not sick, Sips, are you? PDXCon gave me the clap. Yeah, all the sweaty nerds. They passed on Where did it come germs from? to me. It, it, it had to come from PDXCon. It had to. Oh. Nerds. Mm. Always the nerds. It's always those nerds. Every time. Yeah. Just as a heads up, you know... Don't don't get mad if there isn't a Trifles podcast for a while, guys. Because you know this is like <laughs> we're, wasn't well, we're not going to give you any warning if there's not going to be one. So so don't get off my ass and be about it. That's all. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like maybe people have been on your ass. Do you care to elaborate? People are on my ass about it sometimes. I don't right. really mind. It, it's good to have. I don't actually mind when people say these things. I'm actually quite cool with it because it means we've got this passionate, like, lovely fan base. You know, where people people only complain when they care, right? I know, so, but it's, um, a, it's a passionate, lovely fan page, but there's literally like 10 people, so I don't know. It's true. Do you know what I like? I like the idea that, Lou, <laughs> I didn't think you were in a good mood this morning, and I stand by that. And <laughs> you start off you start off the podcast by saying, now listen here, you audience, well, got, all right? I, I think I there isn't a have... podcast, you can go fuck yourself. I could. I imagine you were on your way into the office this morning, and a white van went past, and he drove down the window and went, Oi, Nobbed, where's your fucking Triforce podcast? <laughs> 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 See, my laughing. This is a bit like like smokery. Like my lungs are a little bit like full of fluid. I think. Like I, right. I think I have what what you have, Sips. But I've I'm suffering different like symptoms to you, man. Maybe it's pneumonia. Wet lung. I had that when I was younger. <laughs> I had pneumonia, and I can tell you, it's no walk in the park. It's more like <laughs> a walk through hell. Like it. <laughs> it was bad. I almost died. My mum was really worried. My mum, I don't think, actually gives a shit about me. But at that point in my life, she did a little bit. Think that Why? I was gonna die and Do you think she worried. thought she would be responsible if you did die? Uh, maybe. Maybe she just like, how's this gonna make me feel? You know, if my son yeah, dies, right? Thing, so um, I've just had, I've just been away for a week, and um, my mum's been here covering for me because right. I was, I was basically out of the last seven days. I've been here, well, today and and Monday, and obviously we we were collectively at PDXCon, and then I went to to play poker and. It's funny because my mum being here is like, it's very helpful. Obviously, she looks after the kids and the kids love her and everything. But it's never easy living with an old mum, let alone not your own old mum. It's like someone else's mum. So like if Mrs. F's mum came to stay, that would be a, a living hell for me, like a nightmare on earth. Right. When my mum comes to stay, it's bad enough. But someone else's mum? Forget about it. My mum drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah, if it was my mum, I'd be a bit like, Bleh. but my wife's mum is great. I get along really yeah, well with we her. Yeah, we were saying. We she were could, talking about she could, she could come down. Like, she's here right now. Like, my wife had to go to the dentist. She's just inside with, like, my daughter looking after her and stuff. And she's great. Like, it's really That's nice. Good. That's good. She makes really me good. tea all the time. Like, all the time. Every time I walk in the house, she's like, tea? I'm like, yes, <laughs> please. It's great. It's really good. No, she's really oh. nice. Really good, and her, and her dad is nice too. Actually, I get along really well with him too. My, the problem I have with my mum is she's she's so inflexible in her her routines and the things that she she does that it, it's almost to the point of of mania. Mm. Like if it's not exactly like if she turns up and there isn't semi skimmed milk to go in her tea or coffee, I can't remember which one is which. Right, she has full cream in one of those and semi skimmed in the other. If she doesn't, Whoa. it's like an arm full cream, right? But it's like an arm flapping. Oh, what, 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 what am I meant to do now? Is it the fucking... Oh, is it man. the end times? Why don't you have semi-skim? Oh, I'm probably going to die. I always taught you. It's, it's just ridiculous. I always said, Edward, semi-skimmed in the door. Makes me a whore. Uh, <laughs> no, but... I. Old people get really set in their ways, though. That's the thing. Like, I'm starting to become set it's, in my it's ways this, as well. It's the way I'm they've made it older. this far, though. They've made it that far by being set in their ways, right? Yeah. They wouldn't have well, made it otherwise. The ultimate is when you get to the point where literally, like, every day of the week, you do something very specific. Like, on a Tuesday, I put my overcoat on and I walk down to the co-op and I buy the exact same fucking thing every week. And when the prices rise, I get stressed out because I'm not used to change and stuff. And it's like on a Wednesday, I go to my aerobics class. And on Thursday, I like to go. You know what I mean? Like, I hope my life yeah. never becomes like that. I, I want to be <laughs> oh, fun, loose, and fancy this. free. 
until uh, one day I just keel over and die. It's but actually, preferably somebody shoots me in the back of the head with a shotgun and it's all over. Wow. Like, yeah. I don't want no slow, painful death. I want to go out in a blaze of glory like Django Unchained. Fuck yeah. That's how I'm going out. But the, the slightest change in, in like, the, the, the most minor of demands or requirements... And it's like it's a full-on meltdown. Yeah. For instance, she wants to go into Kingston, which isn't far from here. It's good for shopping and things. So she's decided she's going to go into Kingston. And she says, I'll take one of the girls into school. You have to do the other one. What? Right. Even though it's literally a five-minute walk to drop, like, boat. you could drop one kid at one school and then drop the other one. It's like, it's literally a five-minute difference. But it's like, well, no, because I want to get into Kingston as fast as I can. And I'm like, can you not just fucking do it because otherwise I've got to get dressed I could be recording and shit so now I've got to you know get up and get out before I would have done otherwise I can't stay up late the night before streaming and recording and stuff like that because now I've got this to do and Ugh. I'm just like you know she's like well I want to go in I was like geez what is the point in in discussing anything with old people because they just decided <laughs> Wait, no, no this is the way we're doing it this is the fucking problem with politics they do all the fucking voting I fucking hate old people fuck them all I hope we should chuck them in a fucking volcano well, I mean it yeah well Jeez. I mean I don't think that I think the rest of the country feels the same way the way that elderly people are treated in Britain Flax so you're not alone there like man they people really fucking hate old people like, I they reckon treat you like stand shit. on that like campaign slogan you yeah. know Fuck them in a volcano. Not yeah. chuck them in. Fuck them in. Fuck even in a more casual. We were talking about this last night. I was talking to my wife about it, and we were saying that, like, you know, like a lot of the dumb shit that happens, and like, you know, like it, you know, like social services and all this dumb shit that happens. And we were just saying, I think that part of the problem is, is that you know, the governments that get into power, it all, it is just all a bunch of old people voting. Like, I don't think young people vote at all. And even when they do vote, they don't know what they're voting for. Like, I don't think they, I don't think they get it. Right. So it's all these like 70 year old men voting, I feel. And they they Mm. vote for the dumbest shit all the time. You know know what the problem is? If if you want to win an election, all you have to do is talk about the good old days and promise that you will either freeze or raise pensions, you'll win in a landslide. Yeah. That's it. If you talk about helping anybody that isn't fucking old and volcano worthy, <laughs> then you're you're not gonna win. <laughs> Get a fucking volcano. I don't even like Jeremy Corbyn, right? But I reckon if he ran on a campaign where he he's old himself, if he yeah. said we're going to dig up a volcano. We're going to figure it out. We'll get a volcano somewhere in the Midlands where nobody nobody cares about it. And his campaign is, we're going to fuck them all in the volcano and I'm going in first if we win. I promise I'd fucking vote for him. Mm. I just want somebody who I can vote for who isn't like a grey old <laughs> fucking grandma. Like ter- like I saw the, the Tory manifesto on TV last night and Theresa May, holy shit. She opens her mouth and literally, uh, it, instantly, I'm in a coma. Like, I, I, I do not care about a word that woman has to say. She's like, like just, a vampire. She's old. She's, like, totally out of touch as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't fucking care. She wasn't even fucking elected in the first place. Yeah, it's true. And, like, and, and she's just parading around saying, work with me to make Britain great and all this stuff. Fuck off, okay? Like, do you know no, what the weird thing gives is? gives a shit. Exactly. And imagine if there was a big company that was launching and their flagship person at the front to launch this big new company that was going to appeal to the people and it was going to be fantastic was like the oldest, crustiest, least least cool person you could imagine. That's Theresa May. You yeah. shove her in the front. This is our flagship right here. This is our leader. No wonder people don't fucking like politics. You know who they should get on? Someone cool. Someone from The Only Way is Essex. Get him in Hell there. Hell yeah. The fucking... get the kids voting. Oh, yeah. my name's Joey or whatever from the Essex thing, right? Vote for me. Oh, <laughs> back in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Where's, he's off to do that, is he? Yeah, it's Theresa May at the door. I can oh. hear you talking God, ill of me. So Sips had his boiler. I hope it's yeah. okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Jeez. You know, I'm concerned. But the guy's saying, the, uh, the flange nut, you got the 212 on there, you need the 214. Whoever installed it had no idea what they were doing. But don't <laughs> worry, I've got the part in a van, I'll just pop out and get it. And uh, yeah. we'll have it running tickety boo in five minutes, but it will cost you fifty grand. Hope that's all right. That's basically that's that conversation. every what? conversation with a with a boiler man ever. Well, and by the way, where's the fucking Triforce? Yeah, podcast? on the topic of boring <laughs> shit, my boiler has been serviced. Um, it looks like he had to. Um, there was some black speckles coming out, so he's had to put install some more fire cement, whatever the fuck that is. Sounds uh, really cool, but like it's probably I, not. I thought they would just add a white speckle emitter in there to sort of cancel the two out. Mm. So you'd have the black speckles would be 
countered yeah. by the white speckles. So, I, I mean, found some if black he, speckles. If he said that was the solution, um, I, I didn't have him. any high tech solution for getting rid of them, so I just got a bit of white paint and painted over them. Yeah, you <laughs> I don't worry about it too much. Have you ever watched them do the boiler servicing? No, well, I tried I, to. I watched this the guy, guy do it. This guy, okay, this guy, he's re- really good. These guys are really good, but this guy is typically a boiler repairman okay like ass crack out everything like i I walked in earlier just to like right before we started remember i was like i'll be two seconds i just have to go in check to make sure the boiler man's getting on okay i open the door and my entire vision is filled with this guy's ass crack straight away i was like ah he's fine (laughs) i just came back out it's 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 crazy because you know that you know that when they're bent down in there looking at the boiler and their ass crack is sticking out Things are probably going fine. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't ask for more than that, really. Yeah. Can you? you know what's weird is I still I I had a guy out. This was this was about fifteen years ago when we first moved in here, and we had a guy out to look at the boiler. It's a similar thing. I think it, the boilers are always awkwardly located, so butt crack is going to be on show, right? But this guy, he was he was quite a chubby guy, and he had a big old butt crack, and he's had these <laughs> his trousers were rose down, so he's down there dealing with the boiler. Yeah, and if someone's ass crack is showing, even if you really don't want to look at it. You're gonna look at it. You get you, your eyes are gonna be compelled to look at it, just the same way as you look at an animal that's been it's run over. It's true because you don't see ass cracks that often. So when you do see one, your your, your, your eyes mind are drawn is like, to it. This isn't something I'm used to seeing. I'm gonna look. And a then little you bit more. and then you're repulsed. But this guy's butt crack, like I would expect this guy to have a big old hairy spotty butt crack, but his ass was almost alabaster white, like this perfect smooth nice. baby's ass with this immaculate butt crack. And I was just staring at it, thinking, what the fuck is up with this guy's butt crack? It looks like a fake yeah. and they've said to him at the boiler repair uh school your butt crack isn't up to it your, your grades are great everything else is fantastic your demeanor is perfect yeah you don't have you, enough you know, hair on your ass crack but or this pimples, butt crack, actually you're gonna need a fake one we're gonna have yeah. it's all right we can supply <laughs> one but uh just just really let your trousers ride down let the fake crack do the work he's yeah. like okay I, so that's, true, that, that's the only explanation i think for i it. don't know if you guys have noticed like like i've noticed this recently there's like this there's this thing where there's commercials and stuff where you see, like, workmen, traditional workmen, you know, kind of overweight, you know, yeah. and they're, they're wearing, like, jeans, like, that are ill-fitting and, and those, like, high-visibility vests and stuff. Yeah, hot, yellow hot But then hat. they put them they put them in, like, hot pants and high heels. Have you seen, like, these commercials? I hate those ads. There's a couple of them, right? Yeah. And now I feel like my mind is warped because, like, sometimes when I see this guy who's fixing my boiler's ass crack, I think, like, what if he just had, like, a G-string on? Like, you could see his whole ass <laughs> crack. He's just wearing, like, a neon pink. G string. <laughs> and like, I don't even know if I would bat an eyelid at this point because I've seen all these workmen wearing stilettos and fucking hot pants. And it dancing. is 2017. That fat chick comes out and she dances a bit as well and stuff. And it's like, you know what? I didn't sake. believe you, but when you mentioned the year, your argument became much more convincing. Well yes. done. Mm. Yeah. It that is. was a comment I saw on Reddit. It made me laugh. So I thought I'd try and claim it as my own. <laughs> oh, well done. I mean, that's good. I do that a Can lot. Can I tell you guys about my trip to quote unquote Prague? Sure. Why, why right. did you say quote unquote? Was it not Prague? I'll tell you why. I got an email saying, would you like to come and play poker in Prague? And I was like, fuck yeah, Prague sounds like a lot of fun. You know, it was just after PDX, kind of had one day off. My flight was at 7.30 a.m. So I had a similar kind of problem to you guys did. Get When you guys flew to Stockholm, it was very early. But, so I was like pissed off because the flight was early. We get to the airport and I think, well, at least Prague is close and I can go and look around it. And mm. the guy's like, uh, we are driving now to Rosvedov. And I said, what do you mean Rosvedov? Is that like in Prague? He goes, ha 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 ha, no. I said, how long is the drive? He said, two hours. What? I was like, what? And this is two hours the way the Czech guys drive, which is light speed, right? So it was it could have been a thousand miles for all I know. We were traveling forever. <laughs> so we, we get to Rosvedov, and it's literally a casino and brothels. That's what the town of Rosvedov is. So nice. a casino was built in the middle of nowhere, and a bunch an industry has sprung up around it. And of course, the industry that supports a casino is the brothel industry, the money lending industry, the cash quick trade in your valuable items here industry yeah. and a couple of other shitty hotels. I mean, across the road from the casino is a place called Chiquita Massage. Uh, so that's obviously, you know, a neon sign that flashes open 24 hours. It's a brothel. They, they, they are legal in, in the Czech Republic. Is that where you guys went after your poker playing? You're just like, well, let's go Well, a lot of the other guys were like, do you want to go get a, a Thai massage pin? And I was like, fuck no, I don't like the idea of a, a Thai massage. And it's probably a brothel. Oh, no, this one's really good. Like, these guys are going out like twice a day to get massages. Nice. I don't get mm-hmm. it. But I don't, I don't want a fucking massage. Some stranger grabbing all over me. And they're like, oh, sometimes it's so good you fall asleep. So I'm yeah. telling me I have to pay the money 
to be touched by a stranger in a non-sexual way and then to fucking fall asleep. I could do that in my hotel room. My you, wake stranger. you wake it's up code. and you're just like, well, where am I? What's going on? You look down and there's a boiler repairman. Like sucking <laughs> fucking Rosvadov. I'm just looking on yeah. Google Maps. It's like it's like on the German border. Yes. So I guess that's the whole point of it. Exactly. Right? It's closer yeah. to Nuremberg than it is to Prague. It so is, what, so they tried to they tried to entice Germans over to their Thai massage parlors and casinos. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, completely. That's clearly why it's been built right on the fucking border. That's there pretty are clever. A lot of actually. Germans there. So that's industrial. I mean, the staff all speak German because the more most of the people who come in there are Germans. So they'll the border is literally 10 minutes drive, not even that, and you're in Deutschland. It's not, it's like a minute's drive, it's just down the road. Yeah, the it's literally, literally down the road. On the road. So why didn't you fly into Nuremberg then? You tell me, buddy. Yeah. Right? You tell me. I so we're, we're, we're there at the casino, and it, I mean, casinos are fucking horrible places, all right? I don't know, I mean, maybe in Vegas it's different, but it's it's by by nature of whichever evil overlord designed the, the first casino, the whole purpose is no windows, no signal of what time of day it is, Lots depressing of lighting. Yeah. It's just, just get it going, and, uh, yeah. and sort of the most bland that you can imagine. Is it like um, sm- full of sp- people, are people allowed to smoke in there still? Exactly. It's very smoky. Oh, yeah. God. Was it filled um, with like toothless old women? with uh, credit cards on a strap exactly. around their neck and stuff for the slots. Exactly. Fuck. So, like, you're in the restaurant area and there were people saying, oh, the restaurant's great. It's really good. Amazing food. And the people that always say that to me, I'm always very suspicious of, of esports people and gamers in general telling me this food is amazing because I kind of think they have no fucking idea what 100%. good food is. Yeah, they like Doritos and nachos. Right. And Red Bull by the gal. I mean, that, that, that sounds like a stereotype, but I mean, I, I've been to enough events where people have said to me, you have to go to this restaurant. The food is amazing. And you go, okay. And you eat it and you think, this is garbage. Like, this is yeah. garbage food. This is this is not, you know, amazing cuisine. This is just default food. This is like if the fucking replicator on the Enterprise was a bit off that day and Data had been fucking around with it trying to improve its efficiency, Captain Picard says, I will have the uh, Wiener Schnitzel, please. And it just pops out the most default Wiener Schnitzel. And Data would be A4 like, Captain, food. this is the best Wiener Schnitzel. It's so good. It's so you good. Have You'd to be try like, it. no. Your fucking emotion chip is all out of whack. It's the basic bitch Schnitzel. Don't give me that shit. So that was one. And the thing is, the restaurant is surrounded by. The fruit machines, right? Yeah. And they're going night and day. The graphics are like NES 8-bit style. The sound is deafening. It's probably better fucking fruit out of the fruit machines than in the fucking restaurant. Nice. Jesus. Yeah, I like that too. And it was just like, it was just weird. And the atmosphere was weird. So I was, and we were there for like three days. There was nowhere else to go. So I'm in this casino. The, The guys that I was working with out there, like the guys that invited me and all the staff were, were very friendly. They were very nice. The dealers were very friendly, <clears throat> but they invited a bunch of other esports people. Yeah, because wasn't Forsen there? And like, yeah, Forsen was there. And, and like, you know, ninety eight was he there as well? Yeah, yeah. All those guys were there. Um, okay. I mean, a bunch of them knew each other. I, I knew, I, I knew a couple of them vaguely, but I didn't like know them, know them. Uh, but it was fun. You know, we hung out. And we were playing poker and stuff. But then we met the big boss. Okay. Right. And the big boss, Leo, is the owner of the casino. He's trying to get esports and and gambling together really, really in a big way, right? Right. Yeah. So he wants to get esports people to come to the casino, and the objective, as far as I could understand, is they have a big Twitch presence, and that will encourage people to go to Rosvedov and gamble, and it's like a whole new market that they're trying to get to. That's the best I could put together from his explanation. And he says to me, he says to us, "Okay, listen, I want to make this the premier streaming location. So when you come here." You stream at, we will have streaming table, and you will sit, and it will be streamed like something out of science fiction, like you would never believe. So you tell me, what would be best streaming thing you could have? It would be unbelievable. People never see anything like it. Totally memorable, one of a kind, only in Rosvedov, King's Room Casino. You tell me, what do you want? And everybody was sort of silent for like a minute, looking at each other like, what does he mean, streaming table? And I said, do you mean like a poker table that we can come and play at and it's streamed? He goes, no, no, no. Streaming table, like you sit and you stream and you do your games and stuff and streaming. What do you want? Do you want? We have seven foot LED screen. We have discos. We have I don't know people coming out of the ground. We have th- whatever <laughs> you want. Uh, Leo, we have Thai massage. Could we? we, have, have, can we, can we <laughs> set all this up in the brothel, please, so that I can I jam bitches all night long while we stream. You want dinosaurs? You want dinosaurs to come out of ground and eat bad guys? We do this. <laughs> you want real Mario there? We do this. And I, it was just I was like I wanted to say to him. Have you ever watched a stream? 
And and afterwards we were talking about it. And you people want were, that garage? We do this. <laughs> we do that garage. We do garage. You want no interruptions problem. from cleaner? You want your mother to come around and have the children while you stream? We you do want, this. You want me to fix boiler? I fix boiler. No problem. Let me bend you over. You want my old mama to make you cups of tea? No problem. She make best cup of tea. Anyone? <laughs> Also, where is Triforce Podcast? <laughs> last is, week, none. I have missed this in last white week and it's where is not Triforce enough. Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. But, but he, his whole idea was that he would have this streaming table, which I, I mean, because he's a, he's a casino owner, so everything is table based, right? He doesn't understand that it's not a table. He's like, we will put streaming table. Because he's like, yes, right. blackjack table, we have poker table, we have roulette table. We have streaming table. You stream at streaming table. We have dinner table. We have sleeping table. <laughs> Massage we have table. table. It's all table based. This place only Everything table. Everything in King's Casino table based. Table based. <laughs> Visit casino. today. Premier table based casino in Roswell. Servicing all of Germany. Only two hours drive for Prague. It, it sounds like this guy's making power moves into our world, though, Flax. And if he hears well, he's this, trying to, he'll probably he try to snuff you out at some he, point. He probably would. I mean, there were a lot of obviously like mob guys around or at least guys that were not yeah. people that you would want to bump into by mistake. You know, there's there like little rich guys with huge gorillas in suits that were sort of carrying their, their cash. And there's like high roller games where there people sitting down with like 20, 30 grand at the table, like minimum to enter the house, like 200 euros a hand minimum. Um, were there, so, were there yeah. any uh, out of interest? Were there any Asians there? Because every casino I've been to, I find that predominantly the people there are like Chinese. Like I think yeah, Chinese love, people just love, yeah, gambling. love gambling. You know, I'm they not do. being racist or anything. I'm just no, curious no, no. They, if, that, that if, is a if known... they've heard about yep. Rosvidov and, you know, they've made their way out there sort of thing. I, there, there were definitely a few. Um, some okay. of, A couple of the high rollers were Asian guys. Right. Um, but people will travel because the high roller games, especially against like big, big poker games, it's not every day. It's like it's hard to get a real high roller poker game. So people will travel, you know, and they'll they'll stay at the hotel and everything. Yeah. But it, so the the objective, as far as I can tell, it is that that and also they want to have you can come and stay at the hotel in one of the sort of streamer suites or something. Right. And you can stay in there and stream from the hotel room. And the guys were right. like, "This sounds amazing, doesn't it, guys?" And I was like, I was just nodding my head and I was thinking, "That sounds like hell." Yeah. Coming to the middle of nowhere living in a casino for like a few days which is so i i was so depressed in the evenings because it was just awful all you can see is people coming in with their pay packets and just losing them to this already fabulously wealthy casino owner and i just it's just hateful stuff so i just i the last thing i want to do is encourage esports people who are young people generally a lot of people that follow esports and play it they're all young you know, they don't yeah, have the money to go there to a fucking casino. You know? I don't like it, dude. It doesn't are, sit right with these me. These guys are living by the seat of their pants, you know? Like, they're just looking for the next big thrill all the time. And maybe the I next like big it. thrill is streaming from a casino hotel and then you know, gambling I, all night. I, I don't have such a big problem with, like, the physical nature of actually taking money out, going to a casino and actually putting on the table, being aware of how much you're losing. I have a bigger problem with, like, the online side of gambling, which can be very that can be illusory really of yeah, how yeah. much you can get sucked into. And, and also, like, some of these... I don't know, some of these other things, other, other like, some certainly... Some games and things like this can also be similar to gambling. I think that that's one of the things that me and Sips were talking about around Blizzard and how like it feels like all of their games are now you roll the dice on these packs and it's like you know you have to you know oh, it feels bad, doesn't it? But anyway, gambling, don't get into it. Hey, Holy on shit. the topic of Blizzard, did you see that Destiny Two is going to be exclusively obtainable on Battle.net? So it's 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 happening the 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 old Activision oh. Blizzard merge and Blizzard slowly becoming kind of shitty and stuff is it, it's all it's all happening now. I didn't, I never played. Um, they're moving Destiny. away. They're moving away from Steam, so you can probably uh, expect at some point in the future uh, on Battle.net. All of the Call of Duty games and a bunch of other fucking crappy Activision shit on there too. So it's going to be Congrats. great. Yeah, they did it. So, 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 because Destiny was console only, right? And so, yeah, Destiny so 2 Destiny is on 2, PC? There's, there's a PC version, I think. Okay. And that's, that's why it's going to be available on uh, Battle.net or Blizzard, the Blizzard launcher or something. I don't know. This is, I, this, this happened yesterday, apparently. I heard about this. Yeah. So there's that. And in other news, because we're we, we've just sort of like transitioned into the new segment. 
Poor old Chris Cornell has passed away. Yeah. Oh. Damn shame. Man, Damn another shame. icon Rip. from the 90s, like another teenage hero. Dead. 52 years old. Fuck. Pretty young. And he killed himself, which is like, apparently, what is the yeah. deal? Yeah, apparently killed himself. Um, he had a lot of addictions and problems, apparently, but he'd been sober yeah. for about uh, like 13 years or something. But I don't know. Maybe I, I think Man, a lot of the time when people got are... Back into them. Yeah, well, either that or I think, you know, if you're doing drugs in a oh destructive my God, he way. Was, oh, my God. He was found dead at the MGM Grand. Yeah, it is. A casino. It is, it is bathroom. He died in a casino, P-Flats. And you were just you saying that you places. were fucking depressed in your evenings, in your hotel rooms. He was depressed, too. Yeah. Wait, what day, what what day did he day. kill himself? What day it did was, he kill it himself? It happened yesterday. It happened he yesterday. He killed himself yesterday, like, evening. Yeah. No, day Maybe before Maybe that's yesterday. why you felt so depressed. You sensed a disturbance in the force, Chris Cornell. That might have been it. Because I was like, like that evening, Chris I was Cornell so depressed. Disappeared from this earth. And then, yeah. <sighs> but no, honestly, though, like he was, he was touring with Soundgarden because uh, I guess they did like a reunion tour or whatever. And um, it, it was, uh, lots of upbeat tweets from him and stuff, sold out shows, oh, everything. That's always it was a all sign. going it's well. It's a bad but, sign. He's depressive. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're taking drugs like that to a destructive degree, yeah. that's not just because drugs are bad. Yeah. It's because you have underlying issues. Like I, I'm reading, I'm, I was telling, I was boring you sips with how good Norm Macdonald's book, uh, based on a true story, is. Right? I was watching his comedy thing on Netflix. It's very funny. He's 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 very offbeat and funny. Um, he's a very Norm funny McDonald's. guy. Yeah. I, but there's a bit in what there where that? he's talk. Just my phone alarm. There was a a guy that he's talking to, and he says, "Hey, do you want to go get a drink?" And the guy says, "I don't drink. Remember, I'm an alcoholic." And he said, "Oh yeah, that's right. I remember now. You're an alcoholic, so you don't drink, and I'm." not an alcoholic, so I do drink. Like, life's funny like that. And I thought that was quite sort of a clever Norm MacDonald bit of philosophy. Yeah, in that yeah. the, uh, You know, some people, they can't drink right. because there's some underlying issue, alcoholism or depression or something like that. Yeah. And I thought Chris Cornell probably was depressed in the first place. I do heroin all the time and there's no ill effects. So I just don't have a problem. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris did. Yeah. Like, I think he was and doing like crack and everything. Like it was, it was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Yeah, but um, yeah. So now, so he's so he's dead. Sad times. You know, Chris Cornell. Yeah, he was. He's pretty now, good. I mean, do, do you think the crack is worse? If if a friend of yours told you they were doing heroin, would you be like, "Oh my god, dude, what are you doing?" But if they said you were doing, they were doing crack, yeah. would you react even worse? You'd be like, "Crack." Yeah, I mean, like that. that why I, does that seem I don't worse? Like, I think heroin's definitely the worst you know like the 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 chemical dependency of of heroin is um debilitating and you i don't think you ever kick it you know like they have you know people have to take methadone and stuff like that to to sort of quell the the urges and 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 whatnot with like cocaine and, and crack and stuff it's probably really really bad but i think you can with enough like hard work sort of kick it and and not go back to it maybe you'd be tempted to go back to it but like with with heroin it's like I think it's a bit different. Like it's, um, you know, it's like it's like nicotine, but like nicotine's obviously not as as bad as as heroin. Huh. But you know what mm. I mean? Like it, it's 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 that that chemical dependency. You know, like your brain is just like I need this. I I have to have this. Yeah, there was a really interesting video about that. But I don't think it's heroin that's the one that's actually can you get physically dependent on. I don't think because didn't they do that? I, I watched this um, Kursk Zakt, you know, in a nutshell video about mm. drug dependency on YouTube, which is really good. You should check it out. But basically, it talks about how soldiers coming back from Vietnam who'd been taking a lot of drugs. I think one of them was heroin. Um, were just able to 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 kick it as soon as they got a supportive community back home. Right. Like they didn't have, they didn't even fit, notice that it was. Yeah. They weren't taking it anymore, kind of thing. They no, just didn't. I, I, yeah, I read a similar thing about how people people talk about like alcoholism as a disease or drugs being physically addictive, but that a lot of the science that they've done into that doesn't actually bear out that that concept. Like, it's, yeah. you know, I think it's a nice lot, for us to believe time, that you yeah. just inject it and the drug takes over and you. You, there's nothing you can do about it. And I yeah. think that's kind of, I think that's actually a worse thing to tell people because it, it makes them feel like they lack agency. But effectively, you know, if you're doing something habitually, it may be habit forming, but it's obviously a crutch for something else. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't think it, like a lot of the time, it's, people, I, yeah. when they fall off the wagon or get on the wagon, whichever it is, yeah. uh, they, 
it, it's a result of something. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it's a result of like a lack of a good support social support structure around them, a lack of friends, a lack you can't of people. Cope. Yeah, exactly. And then and then if someone told you that they were doing heroin, you'd want to distance yourself from them, and that's that makes them worse in a sense. Well, it depends. You know? Have they got any more heroin to share? Because I might exactly. want to get closer to them. If so, oh my god! So heroin. this is like I, mean, I told this story on the go on tips. You you finish your. The thing your with heroin point. is that it's not fun, though. I don't think like uh, like cocaine and drinking. Those are like. Those are like party, like cocaine's like a real a party drug, right? And like uh, drinking, right? You know, you you can get a bit like shit faced and stuff, and have a nice time. You heroin just knocks you flat on your ass, and you just like you know nod off a bit and fucking drool yeah. a lot and shit. Like you're not having a party when you're on on heroin. Like you're Good probably shout. tripping out like hardcore, but like I yeah. would like to do acid one time. I do think that would be fun. I'm not encouraging well, drug use, but oh my god, it's I, so I like weird how like this this conversation these conversations today link up. But I, I was talking about this yesterday. We were in Stockholm and um, went out, had a day wandering around town, and I got stopped by um, a Yognor in the street. <laughs> yeah. Who had some acid. So we dropped acid uh, in an alleyway and blew each other a lot, and oh, it was crazy. Then I jumped off a roof and killed myself. Did you like? Did you like read? Have you heard this story? Because that's pretty much, yeah, pretty yeah. much, well, no, almost just, what happened. Yeah, I mean, did you take the acid, Lulu? No, I didn't take any. I I was offered a tab of that. This guy basically was. So I, we walked past a pub, and um, the, there was he was a guy and a girl, and the girl clocked me, but I, we carried on walking. And then, I, like a minute later, you know, he the the boyfriend had run down the street to like say, <laughs> "Oh, my girlfriend's a big fan. Come and have a drink with us." So I was like, "Oh, geez, all right, fine." So we went and had a drink with these guys. But this this guy was absolutely like completely wasted on drugs, and all he repeated was, "Do you want some drugs?" And it's like, what he moved to often like shake my hand, and I was like, "Okay." But then he like tried to give me a tab of acid, right. <laughs> and then he was like. Do you want you don't want acid? I've got cocaine, MDMA, and ecstasy. He he was literally like full, a full. He had a big bag of drugs, big bag of pills. Wow! Right, right on him, and it was like wow, nice. Um, and and so that's that's pretty much all he said. Like he kept, he was so wasted. Did he have any of that WMD? Did he have blue tops? Did he have? <laughs> did he have them red I got tops? Chili. <laughs> What's it? What's the chili? Chili crack or whatever? Chili oh crack. my god! Nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the Shit. chili willy right here. Red tops. <laughs> so no, I was I was fervently resisting uh, doing any drugs because I thought, oh my god, I've I've never really done any hard drugs in my life actually. No. Fortunately, have you ever done any? Have you ever been tempted? You've been swayed? Hard drugs? You've no. Ever, like you ever done? I've, uh, I've 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 chased the Charlie. Taken tops from the lyrical blunt. The magic dragon. Before, but I've that's smoked about weed, it. but uh. The one thing I've, when it comes to hard drugs, the, the real thing that's hard about him is getting a hold of them, I've found. Like, that's the, the right. hard part. I yeah, mean, you I, need I to know. Done, you need to know I somebody. I would have done a, a few, but yeah, I, 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 none of my mates are into drugs. Like, they drink, they don't even, like, a few yeah. of them smoke weed occasionally, but not in a big way. I did have a friend at university who was a cocaine dealer, just as a side thing, and he would never share. Like, never. Even when we were all out, he was like, no, buy it. I was like, I don't have any money. I was like, well, go and go fuck yourself. Well, they like, have well, to sell it, though, because that's if they why come up short, they're yeah. going to get killed. So Exactly. You know? but, I, but partly I, maybe he just cared about you and he didn't want to just, he didn't no, want you to take no, it. No, he you know? was just a tight bastard. He would have sold it to uh, me in a heartbeat. But but uh, yeah, I, I would have done coke, I think, and I definitely would do LSD, but, but not from just someone in the street walking up and saying, hey, big fan. Put this in your body. You'll yeah. have a great time. Like yeah. no, yeah. I won't eat a cake that someone's baked for me. <laughs> like I'm not going to eat a fucking. <laughs> going to drop acid. Give me a break. Yeah. Who knows what they could have baked into that cake? P. Flex. Yeah, exactly. It's made with my hair and my semen. I saw a tweet. There was a thing on Twitter where that somebody was like, "Friendly reminder: never to eat something that yes. like a fan gives you." And it was the like needle. it was like a crumbled up. Fucking! It looked like like a like a crumbled up cake with a gigantic yeah. needle, and there was How like how big was that needle? And it looked oh. like it like it looked like the cake was stained by like cherry or something. And one of the replies was like, "I hope um, I hope that those are just like cherry stains on the cake." And then the reply came back, "It's like uh, no, it's not." So like fucking dude bit into it. The needle yep. stabbed his mouth, and he was like bleeding all over this. Oh, God. horrendous! Who horrendous. fucking does that though? Like nutters. Puts a fucking needle into like a baked good. Christ. That's Christ. insane. <laughs> like what goes through good. your mind when you're doing that though? Like you have to be a fucking raging asshole to do it. Like you can't. How do you live with yourself after that? Like knowing that you've, 
you've done that. Like, that's, yeah. it's insane. It's beyond me. I don't get it. I just don't that get said, it. That said, I've had, like, uh, conventions, I think I've eaten a few things that fans have baked for me. I've eaten, I've given a try. There's Some of them have been very nice, right. like some fairy cakes, some little cookies, I'm some little brownies. I'm unable shit solids anymore, but... Okay, <laughs> I had a trip of my life after those brownies. <laughs> it was never the same. <laughs> my gunny works are all fucked up now. They'll never be my right again. My dick fell off. <laughs> yeah, no. I glued it back on. I can't believe that Jesus. there's people out there doing that shit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's people really are nuts. God. Oh, it's just try and get a raise. It's just everything's more extreme than the next, isn't it? You know, it's just about about topping the next, the, the last guy. Well, how do you top that? Like that, that. There's no top in that. What, you're going to put like a, a nuclear bomb inside a cake? Bite into no, you, it. Bake, you bake a cake with a tiny assassin baked into it yeah, in a sort yeah. of concealed cavity. You cut into the cake, a little tiny assassin jumps out, stabs you in the mouth. Oh, fuck With me. a tiny needle. Yeah. So while I was in Stockholm... Right. Um, Is this pre or post-acid trip? This was post-acid trip, but maybe it's linked, actually. I went to my um bedroom to retire for the evening and put spotify on and i noticed there was a eurovision playlist on there i was like oh my god is it eurovision so i turned on mm. swedish tv and eurovision was on right yeah i watched the eurovision song contest in sway right. which was quite an experience yeah. um because it was all just swedish gibberish with people singing in european gibberish but it was so wonderfully gay and flamboyant and like i'd been on an acid trip honestly some of the things some of the acts were just i i really like I like Eurovision, okay? I and I've always it. watched it. I remember back in the day, like five years ago, when me and Simon lived together, we sat down and we watched Eurovision. It was one of the funniest nights of my life because Simon was just, he just, it was it was obviously just one of those moments where Simon was just being Simon and he was just so funny. We just had the best night of, of our lives. And ever since I've really kind of had this soft spot for Eurovision, I used to, used to try and watch it with Simon, but I don't know, it's, it, you know what happens, people drift away from each other, it's mm-hmm. a bit sad, but um, I loved watching Eurovision, I loved, I love. I, I, I always question like, why like some people put forward the acts they do, like I'm like, you can't possibly think you're going to win Eurovision with this bizarre theatrical performance of like, you know, a, a, a woman painted white and doing like, writing like, you know, skeleton on a chalkboard it was it was it was just bananas and i loved it i i, I so, think um, that a lot of countries don't necessarily want to win because it's really expensive to put it on right and i think a lot of the time they just want to put on the show to stay in it and you're always going to find someone in your country who's willing to go forth as a eurovision competitor some countries actually put forward established acts like we would never yeah. do that we would so never this epic put, sax guy yeah was back like we're not going to put ellie goulding one. Who's British? Forward as our Eurovision Remember that year act, when know? Britain put through, put forth that uh, it was like they were like airline um, stu- like stewardesses and and stuff that were flying our flag all <laughs> over the world. That was an okay we're one. Flying our flag. Yeah, that was all right. I mean, do you remember Dustin the Turkey, the Irish entry? I think oh. it was Dustin. Do you remember him? I don't think no. it made it to the final. Though, oh, did he, it? he he was the Irish entry. This was after they'd won back to back Eurovisions. Well, right? Ireland, Ireland they, have won. Yeah, yeah, they won back to back, and they could not afford to put this shit on again. It was going to wait. Work. What are some Fuck notable them. Eurovision winners apart from Abba? <laughs> it's going to bankrupt the company. So they literally the they literally said, "We can't afford to do this again. We've got to put forward an act that cannot possibly win." So they put. Dustin, the singing tick. I think it was Dustin. Someone in the comments will correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it's unbelievable. Look Whoa. it up. It's like a, he was like this weird celebrity turkey puppet that was known in Ireland and was like an awful sort of in joke. And they just, that was it. That's our fucking entry. Their previous two entries were like sort of nice, beautiful singers. They were like, we can't afford to win this this year, lads. We've got to fucking throw it. Get Dustin in. It was brilliant. I love that. Fuck. It's been going since 1956. What yeah, the dude. fuck? And the and France have won it like in the early days. France won it oh, like a lot. Forget Holy about it. Shit. Yeah. Uh, the UK seems to have never won, have won it. I don't think. Excuse oh, no, me. Sorry, it won in '97. Oh, no. Bucks Ka- Fizz. Katrina go and the Waves. Yeah, Katrina and the Waves. Love go back to Bucks Love Fizz. Love Shine a Light. Hang on. Uh, Bucks Fizz. I'm not sure if Bucks Fizz. Uh, Dude. No, Brotherhood of Men in 1976. 
Save your kisses for me. That was also. What do you mean Bucks Fizz never won? Bang, bang, boom, bang, a bang by Lulu. That was another winner in 1969. Pop it on a string, Sandy Shaw. Boom, yeah. bang, a bang by Lulu. Uh-huh. Save your kisses for me by Brotherhood of Man. Yeah. Making your mind up by Bucks Fizz, 1981. You went right past it, 81. Sunshine. I'm not at 81. There it is. Making your mind. Oh, that's a great song, Making Your Mind Up. I can see why they did that the, It was the thing where they whipped away the skirt. Like, yeah. And then ABBA won in 74 with Waterloo, which, you know, that was a pretty good I mean, Jesus, how the... F- I mean, geez, that, it's putting ABBA in. Seems a little excessive. Well, I mean... Does this they not. were just trying to in Brighton. The They're... host city was Brighton. <laughs> wow. Nice. And then in 1991, Sweden won with a song called Fangad Av en Stormwind. Maybe it was like a Warcraft-themed <laughs> Stormwind. Stormwind. I don't know. But uh, yeah, 97, I guess, is the last time the UK won Eurovision. I, I don't care about UK winning. I don't support the UK. I don't, that's not why I watch it. I don't watch it for some sort of patriotic fucking, you know, bullshit reason. Like, oh, come on, England. Yeah, do it for old blighty. I don't give a shit about that, no. you know. Meanwhile, fix your boiler. Where's the Triforce podcast? Oi, oi. I don't even like. I don't that you know. I didn't even cross my mind Jeez. that I w- would want to support the English entry because I can't give a shit about it less. But man, it was good. It was there was this moment where a streaker and because Australia's in it now. Yeah, um, and there was down, a, this down Australian goes the streaker. Quality of the audience right there who came along and flashed his ass. It was go- it was glorious. The Aussies I are here. Out come the asses, guaranteed. It's just like man, it's Canada's like opening in the fucking year. gates and letting all the animals in once you let the Aussies in. Filthy, disgusting oh, no, country. Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and of course, the last, the last winner was Portugal. I didn't watch it. I, I would never go out of my way to watch Eurovision. Like, uh, I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. Like, I'm, I'm firmly ambivalent towards it. I think. Like, I just right. think whatever. Sure. No. Sure. I mean, some there, there's some some notable winners here like uh like abba bucks fizz like i know you've heard of them i couldn't tell you who teddy shorten is though from the netherlands uh, with his winning song legend. in beat i don't know if i pronounced <laughs> that right that was in 1959 <laughs> fyi but you, there you go luxembourg has won a couple of times as well french songs jean-claude pascal won in 1961 with the song nous les amoureux which means us the lovers mm. how did they do it i don't know it was hosted in cans so maybe fucking you know it was already heavily uh swaying towards like a french winner and luxembourg were just in the right place at the right time i don't know uh, i've got something to show you guys here look at this i've sent you this video this is a video the title of the video is eurovision 1971 Manic woman freezes mid applause. Okay. Now just just watch watch that video and tell me what you think. Doesn't look that manic. Eurovision 1971. Manic woman freezes mid applause. <laughs> Why does she just freeze like that with that facial expression? That's so weird. That is weird. Oh, you know what though? They probably had a big screen and she probably saw herself on the screen and just like was like, oh shit, I'm on the screen. Fuck, I'm on or the. Or did BS. they even have those back then though? I don't know. Did- That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it probably is that. You know, you know what, what always what makes me laugh video. that the old footage of. Like like uh, Michael Jackson concerts where like at Beatles and Rolling Stones concerts oh. where like all those those girls in the crowd are like fainting and going crazy yeah. and crying and stuff. Imagine having that sort of effect on a person. That'd be fucking oh hilarious. Goodness. Holy shit. Hi, I'm Michael Jackson. <laughs> With the ugly cry face and stuff. Fuck me. That'd be so funny. It is like a kind of group insanity isn't it like a kind of like madness like yeah. jesus christ so no i love your vision and um wow yeah i don't know i don't know whether it's i don't know it's there's a nice little thing i mean last year um i think the ukraine won it after the russian sort of invasion or whatever and this year i think russians were banned from entering because the woman because because it was in hosted in ukraine mm. i think the 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 one the, the russian entry had performed in crimea or something there was a bunch of controversy right. but i mean it's supposed to be more kind of bringing together all of these european yeah, nations yeah well good luck with that yeah yeah i don't know best best of it's luck bit... with that one i mean i was amazed yeah. brexit didn't seem to affect how the voting went like we did about as no. well as we ever do it, so... uh, it usually is very political the voting which is kind of i think weird. everyone was like scared that we you know that everyone would be angry with us in europe but actually 
People don't give a shit. No, they've always like, hated us. Brexit chill. or no, we've never been popular. Like, why the fuck would the French ever vote for us? They would rather die, I'm pretty sure, than say England is the best. Like, they would hate that. So I don't think we need to worry about Brexit. They fucking hate us anyway. Bingo. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't. So who cares? I don't care. I just want to watch trying. it. It's just a good crack. Yeah, you don't care because you voted for Brexit, Lewis, you asshole. How could you? <laughs> there, was a, there was a great, like, Romanian entry where they were yodeling. That was glorious. There I think the like, last um, one I remember was 2014, uh, which was uh, Rise Like a Phoenix. Remember that one? Uh, That's the last one yeah. I remember watching. So it's been a while. Heroes by Sweden, I don't remember. Um, 1944 by the Ukraine last year, don't remember that one. And I did not watch this year's either, which was Amar Pelos Duas. By Portugal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like this Portuguese guy. It was good. It was good. It was you. You liked yeah. it, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's all pop, pop music. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I remember that year. It was that there was a year where Andrew Lloyd Webber. Remember, he was like, "Yeah, we have to win Eurovision. I'm gonna make a song. <laughs> we're gonna just cheese it hard, and we're gonna win Eurovision." And they didn't win. And I yeah. haven't seen Andrew Lloyd Webber since. I think he fell into ill health and stuff, and like. Because remember he was doing like, remember he had those shows. He went into a casino no, no, remember <laughs> in a hotel room. He, remember he had those shows where he was auditioning people to be like on his in his musicals yeah. and stuff. And like that was going on for a while. But I think he got cancer or something. And he was really sick. Really? And he just didn't do it anymore. What? Yeah. He, he was, was just like, old as shit. Well, he, he is like old, a fucking gremlin. You know what he you know I what mean, he did? He did do um one of his shows. He's gone to like uh where is it? Um Broadway like he's opened a show on Broadway for the first time like that was like right. I think he was just in, a, in I don't think he died or was sick I think he was just in America <laughs> all right like, yeah I saw I sure. saw Phantom of the Opera in in London and that that blew me away I thought it was fucking great like it was really really good like the songs and everything were really good it's nice I would highly recommend it if you're ever feeling that way inclined to, to watch a musical. Do you know what Andrew Lloyd Webber looks like, by the way, if you look at his face? He looks like when Darth Vader at the end of Jedi, when Luke takes his yes, helmet off. Yes, he does. That's yeah. what Andrew Lloyd You're Webber right. looks it, like. It's, if you it's, shaved it's his the head. really saggy bits under the eyes that does it. You were right about me, Luke. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. That's him. But you're wrong. You're... Andrew Lloyd Webber actually is still consumed by the dark side. Yeah, it's but true. It's mm -hmm. a shame. You got this one. You were wrong, Luke. And <laughs> stabbed him through the heart with a lightsaber. <laughs> do you oh, want to be in one of my musicals, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Go Fuck Yourself, Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to oh. be the West End sensation, Luke. You're going to do big things, boy. Huh? Oh, shit. Guess what? There's a, there's a new expansion for your favorite game, Sips. Off-World Trading Company. A new Damn, expansion. Those filthy pirates. Oh yeah. my oh, god! <laughs> shit. Oh, no way! That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck me, yeah. man. PDXCon was great. I'm pretty excited about yeah. a lot of stuff that like we saw at PDXCon. It was really nice. It was a, a I th great you know con. What I, think, I think what was good is it, it's all games that will appeal like to us, right? Like yeah. they're, all, they're all the kind of games that we play. Games oh, that have a multiplayer aspect or yeah. they're single player, but they're kind of still strategy and buildy games and sandbox games. It's all my kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like super excited for the for the new Hearts of Iron expansion because I thought, oh, a couple of nations getting focus trees and stuff. Like it doesn't sound that great. But actually, I think the, the stuff that they put into it, what we played at PDXCon was really good. Like I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. I was actually kind the of disappointed that it wasn't already out because I just wanted to come home and play it like as yeah, it was. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I'm really looking forward to playing some of the new countries and stuff. It'll be nice. I did a big post this morning, a big tweet longer about um what how I think they could fix front lines in Hearts of Iron 4. Okay. Right. So just to give you a brief rundown, I know that we don't normally talk about games, but just a very brief rundown. The problem I think is that the you give the AI a front line and it sees a front line as a single thread that it needs to cover. And that's fine in terms of putting your troops on the front line, like I get that. But I said that one suggestion would be that you also assign reserve units to that front line order. Right. And they'll sit behind the front line like a province or two back in strategic locations. And if there's a breakthrough in your front line and a province is taken, either way, those reserve units go to fill those gaps rather I mean, than you pulling them from the front You can kind of do line. that with fallback lines already, though. You but know, they're not dynamic. No, no, it's not dynamic. You'd have to assign like yeah. half of your front line back to the fallback line. But exactly. You or to have another unit there it. on the fallback yeah. line. But I, I think it would be good oh, if it was a reactive. That's a great idea. Yeah, like a reactive reserve troops who were like, well, there's a hole in the front. We've got to plug it 
bring out the reserve troops. And also those reserve troops, you would give them different, like uh, they would be made up differently. So they might be more mobile so they can get to fill the gaps more quickly. So they might be a little softer than your frontline units. They probably wouldn't have artillery yeah. and they might have more AA. I mean, okay, because so, the AA so is good just... for the planes flying overhead. The AA in the reserve will will shoot them down. I thought that was nice. So I love your tweet longer. It starts off with, hey there, it's me, an idiot. right? <laughs> yeah. And then it finishes off with you saying, anyway, it's a though. You've missed the T yeah, off the word I did. No, I'm an idiot. I said at the start, it was a... It's a though. Yeah, it was, it was anyway, a it's a though. I'm not sure if I could take that tweet longer tweet seriously now that there's a spelling mistake. Like, your TLDR was literally, you read the first sentence and the last sentence and I you spe- cashed I out. scanned it. <laughs> um, listen up. I met some of the Paradox devs at... Um, at ParadoxCon and said some of these things to yeah. them and they were they were very crushed to hear anything that I criticised. They were like, oh, but we worked really hard and we were really happy with how that we managed to get that working at all. And I was like, oh my God, Sorry. Well, it's terrible. You know, and they were like, well, we think it, at least it works. And we're like, well, but it's it's terrible. <laughs> you know, it, would, it doesn't matter that it... But, but I think what they've done is they've spent... They're so happy that it works at all because it, I think it took so long to even yeah, get it yeah. running that what we think is shit they think is just, thank God it works. And so they're so happy with it at the moment that they're never going to improve yeah. it. I mean, I don't they're think, it, I don't think it's that. shit. I mean, it's just one of those things that it's like a thing in a game where it doesn't feel like a good representation. It feels like something that you, once you get the hang of it, you can work around it. And you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you want to do that, you've got, here's a trick, you know? It's like one of those things in a game where there's like a trick to getting it to work the way you want. And obviously that's not what you want. What you want is to be able to, to tell the game to do something and it does it. And it's sort of clever and dynamic. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that they can build that kind of stuff in. Well, I'm sure that they can, though. I don't think that's like, I don't think that that's impossible for them no, to no, do. No, no, absolutely you not. Know, it's, absolutely and, and, not. And like all Paradox games, whether you like it or not, it, it, the game will just get better over the years with the with the fixes and the DLC that comes out. Because the, the yeah. thing is, these games are so vast, they can't get it all in for release. Uh, otherwise, the game would never be released. You know what I mean? They have to do it this way. And then yeah. and this, you know, the way that they sell DLCs means that they, their studio can keep working on the games as well. So it's exactly it's a clever way It's like way my dick. It. You can't accept it all at once. You no. have to take it in stages you have to or take it'll it in, tear you in up. Parts. It'll yeah. tear you up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's exactly, exactly like a dick. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, I never experienced no, that myself. No. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like we just sometimes don't realize. Then again, I have been playing the Kaiserreich mod. What did you for think? Oh, oh, right, I haven't tried that. Which yet. is the alternative? World War One was won by the Germans instead, mm. and you know, it's it sort of puts you in, throws you at the deep end in nineteen. 19- 40, 36, with a very different world yeah. um, map, but also a different world setup of the ideologies and things. And the first thing I, I struggled with was the um, political landscape because they have nothing similar. Mm. It's all syndicalists, autocrats. Yeah. And I'm not really sure what any of those things are. I'm not a political philosopher. I don't know. Oh, well, see, I am, Lewis. So I think that sounds like the mod for me. I think I'll feel right at home <laughs> with that one. I, so. I think my only my only problem with it is that it pretty much just changes the starting condition. So it's basically if you're bored of the default Hearts of Iron setup that you have with the world as it was... You can try Kaiserreich and everything's different. Everything is different. Yeah, yeah. It, it but is it's fun. A, there's I do a lot like of it. things that are different. There's some different gameplay mechanics. There's like yeah. oh, there's so many different focus trees, and you know it's huge efforts going yeah, yeah. in. There's oh, like yeah. thirty different focus trees and, and like thousands of events. I'm not. I'm not at the point after hundreds of hours of playing that game. I'm still not quite at the point where I'm ready to play a mod like that. And have you really played hundreds of hours? It has been. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. I still haven't played a game as the US because I thought they're going to be too big and overwhelming i still haven't played a game as japan you know but you did one as the nazis the other day and you I did, said yeah, to me that's the first that time i ever fun. played as germany and it was really fun and me and lewis have been playing a game where i played as italy and that's been pretty fun as well actually works well, well, stop stop you guys have been playing hearts of iron without Dude, me you were away for like a week we wanted to play so we played we're doing good too fuck it, we're doing really good like let me just get something. Just get my keys here, because I'm fucking leaving. Wow. Oh, get shit. my passport. I'm so, fucking out. Oh shit. Get so, my, where's my bag? Prague. Where's my bag? Back to that. They've got a Thai massage. Wait, yeah, he's gonna go back. He's gonna go stream from the hotel now instead. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming table. I got a new a new podcast called the Casino Reality Podcast. The truth is that Sips and Lewis are Teddy assholes. Teddy, are you are you are you ever coming home? No, baby. No. I'm streaming full time from the hotel now and gambling away our life savings. 
streaming we table. have new streaming table <laughs> and the podcasting table. table. <laughs> uh, anything you want. We have we, we podcasting a special table. table for you to to store all your life savings on table, and then so you can gamble on gambling table. We have drugs <laughs> table. We have gambling <laughs> table. We have prostitutes <laughs> table. We even have whatever just you want. Table table. It's just a table. <laughs> it's uh, we call it table. We table. stack many tables on on table. It's it's for tables. <laughs> <laughs> you choose from many tables on this table. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck me. Holy shit. Is there a bodega or can we can we go uh today? Well apparently um, you just want to go. No, remember we got the kids' bodegas. Oh, do we still have more kids' bodegas? Yeah, 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 we got some... more. We oh, got shit. more. Okay. I didn't realize. Yeah, we got a few. And we gotta trickle them out. It saves you a lot do of effort writing a bodega. Because you've been away, you haven't had a chance to write bodega. Alright, you ready? This one's called The Pirate King. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> I right. will become the pirate king, Bodega yelled, jumping up and down. Right. Bodega, stop shaking the boat, Zico yelled from his position on the bottom of the boat. Sorry, <laughs> Bodega said, laughing. Why is he, I, on the why is he laughing so much? He I must don't be know. really excited. Bodega had just gotten his first crew member after saving him from execution. He was planning to go to the Golden War Line, where he could get the treasure hidden by the previous pirate king. It was a very dangerous place to go and was life-threatening, but many people still went to get the treasure. Bodega had an advantage, though. As a child, he'd eaten a rubber fruit that gave him stretch powers. Right. But it wasn't enough, since there were eight other people in the universe, all pirates, that had other incredible powers. Right. All right, let's go to the pirate line so I can become Tide Pirate King, Bodega yelled. Zico was quiet for a moment, leaning against the side of the boat with his eyes shut. Then he slowly opened his eyes and turned toward Bodega. I already told you to stop shaking the boat! Besides, we don't even have a crew. If we go to try to get the treasure now, we would be killed. We need a crew first, and you're the captain, so get it together and decide on a plan already, Zico shouted, before leaning back again and shutting his eyes. Hey, was ah! there, <laughs> was there any like punctuation you, in that sentence at all? <laughs> no. Was, okay. <laughs> I like you, Zico, Bodega said, and sat down with a thump. Zico grunted, and before he could yell again, Bodega said, Sorry, sorry. Bodega sat and thought on a plan for hours before finally presenting a plan to Zico. This better be good, Zico said. I've decided the plan is to get a crew, then go get the treasure. Zico sighed. I'm so gonna die with this guy. The end. Right. Yeah. That was a really good one. Amazing. Uh, I like I like so, the whole uh Bodega becomes a pirate spin and seems really excited about it too. Like I mean, There's a lot of shouting in that one. Yeah, I'm not lots sure. Of laughing so, and shouting, yeah. Okay, I've got a few comments on this. First one is that I wonder how many bodegas and also things that you or I am exposed to in real life that I don't recognize because I recognize that this is a, 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 a almost word for word plagiarism well it's not word for word obviously but of the anime One Piece okay it's like a pirate anime uh, whereas there's a kid who eats a rubber fruit uh, and wants to be the pirate king right so obviously this child in this school has watched this anime uh, now you two haven't I love any how idea how about this. you are with anime now like you've Ugh. really made it like a, a personal goal of yours to, to to just know anime for some reason why have you done this he's on a what fucking quest th remember back in podcast episode fucking three. join me on my fucking journey yeah i must anime. watch them all before passing judgment <laughs> on anime i will cast mine eye upon its entire opus i must know <laughs> them all intimately <laughs> Signed, Lewis Brindley, weeaboo, anime-loving nerd. <laughs> Fuck me. Epi uh, episode 1.6, like, wrong. confrontation. The air was warm and dry, unlike Bodega's pants. Can we do another one? Well, yeah, we've got a little time. That one was like two seconds long. Fuck. Yeah, unlike Bodega's pants. He was cold and wet because he peed cool, cool urine. <laughs> Hang on a second. a second. Start this one from How the top. You can't pee Start cool urine? That doesn't exist. All right. Are you ready? This is weird. The air was warm okay. and dry, unlike Bodega's pants. He was cold and wet because he peed cool, cool urine. He'd just walked in on his right. wife slash future wife with one of his fellow crew members who had asked to have the day off. Now cool, non-sticky pee was running down his right leg. Drip, drip, drip. It was now dripping onto the floor. They were eating space peanut butter. Bodega's one weakness, it was like his kryptonite. 
the fellow pirate named Kurt Beltpants shoved the peanut butter jar of space skippy in Bodega's face. Bodega immediately burst into flames. Majesta, his wife, realized what the Kurt Beltpants had done, quickly got some space coffee and poured it onto the flaming body of Bodega. <laughs> Relieved he was not very relieved he was not dead. This is Bodega graciously kissed his graciously kissed his wife. The other pirate, however, was not a happy camper. He took a torch and lit Bodega on fire again. Bodega thinking, why haven't I fireproofed my armor yet? But luckily again, his pee cooled him down, so again he didn't die. His wife, now furious, picked up the torch and lit Kurt Belt Pants on fire. He died. Majesta leaned in to kiss Bodega, but he stabbed her with his space knife. Bodega knew how to hold a grudge. Jesus Christ. <laughs> why, why are these kids so obsessed with adultery? Like, every single story. Adultery and One second he's kissing her, the next session he's like some sort of stone cold sociopath just stabbing just so her weird. through the heart. Man, Kurt Holy shit. Like, oh, he died straight away. Like, I can't yeah. believe it. He, he had so much more to give, I think. A bit of elaboration on his character, maybe a bit of development and stuff, but no, yeah, just lit real. on fire and he's dead. That was yeah. some Game of Thrones right there. Like, yeah. Just when you get attached the, to somebody, they die. The cold Christ. pee. Yeah. Nuts. Man. Do you want one more and then we're, we're done, Zoe? Yeah, sure. Oh my God. Right. This one's called the, oh, this is quite a long one, actually. Lewis has got anime to oh, get no, to. It's just, it's just large font. All right. Are you ready? It's called Bodega. The Crash. Bodega, she screamed as the severed part of the spacecraft got caught in the gravity of the nearby planet. Majesta, he shouted back. The severed spacecraft suddenly burst into flame as it was pulled closer to the foreign planet. He only remembered the cries that were silenced by the endless void of space. Earth, this is what they call their planet. On the charts, it was only known as Sol 3, Bodega thought. Bodega groaned. He'd never had a space raid go so wrong. What had happened, he thought. All he knew was that he had to build a ship to get back to Cassandra, his girlfriend. He climbed out of the broken ship, blinded by the sun, and started to dig through the parts. He knew he would have to visit a store nearby. He searched the ship again and found a credit card. He then ventured out to find a store that would provide for his needs. Alright, first thing, I don't think Bodega's credit card would be accepted by any major retailer on Earth, because he hasn't been there before. But anyway, he reached a little town and went into one of the stores. The owner was Hispanic, and he guided Bodega to the section that he wanted. He picked out many machines to help him with the spaceship. Bodega ended up buying the whole store. He was not considerate of the person who owned the credit card. Oh, I see. This is why some Hispanic stores are called Bodegas. Oh, it's like an origin story. Oh my god. He used the building as the base of the ship and then attached all of the machines inside to create a fantastic spaceship. Wow. It was time to take off. It was nearly night, but Bodega knew he had to take off now. Bodega pressed the launch button and the store building ripped from the ground and broke through the Earth's atmosphere. When he landed at his home, he found no one there. He only found a note from his girlfriend, Majesta. The note said the following. Dear Bodega, and this is in a different font, by the way, which I like. If you were still out there, I apologize for remarrying. Again with the remarrying! What is with this? Me and George had a child. We named him after you, Bodega. I hope you're alive, and if you are, then please accept my apology. I miss you greatly, greatly, Majesta. Bodega felt a tear slowly trickle down his face. At least he'd survived this fatal crash, and who knows? Maybe he could find love elsewhere. God, Bodega can't catch a break. If if Majesta isn't treating with cheating on some other, he's cheating on with someone with a fucking moon buggy. She's she's cheating on him with another guy and then saving him and then he's killing her. It's oh just, man, it's, that moon buggy said. thing was hilarious. That though. was the funniest fucking Holy thing. Holy shit! I mean. That was the funniest. It feels like that one was written by someone's parents. You know, sometimes <laughs> these parents are like, I, I, what, "What's your homework? Let me let me see it. I want to help out." And so, oh, like, oh I have to write, have to write a thing about a bodega. About? What do you mean a bodega? What a local Hispanic convenience store? Do you know what I mean? It feels like it feels like I don't know. It feels like someone got a bit of help here. I'm just I'm smelling the rat. Smelling the rat. <laughs> just just some of the some nice. of the things that was that were going nice. on in that are a little bit too hmm, suspicious. The Hispanic man helped showed Bodega the parts he needed, and he bought the whole store. <laughs> what do okay. you say? You implying uh, that Bodega owners have worked their way into this in some way to kind of get free advertising via this? Is that what you're implying? Know. Like Bodega no, operators have clubbed together? Guys, we have to use this opportunity to raise the profile of Bodegas by subtly adding bodegas into the bodegas. <laughs> Finally, somebody is giving yeah, you, us exposure that we desperately need. Have you sold out, <laughs> P-Flex? Have I sold out to the bodega magnates? To the local bodega. Is this, bodega. Is this yeah. undisclosed sponsored content? 
It is not. Okay. I good. want to state that for the record and for legal reasons. I have not been sponsored by Bodegas. And in fact, we haven't been sponsored by anything. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to support the Triforce podcast. If you want to sponsor us, it doesn't matter what you do. If it's you porn, we'll make a team. We're, I'll we're do you porn. Yeah, I'll sure. do you porn. I don't mind. Like, I'm up for anything at this point. In yeah, my life, uh, we, so. were, we were talking about this in Sweden and we were talking about the fact that they have people have like uh, Patreons for their podcasts and uh-huh. shit. Yeah. And I know we were talking about it, weren't we? I don't know. It's something. A lot of people say that we sh- they want to support the podcast, and I get. We're that. not going to do a Patreon. There you go, boss. The boss man has put his foot but down. We, we will never do a Patreon. No Patreon, but we will be uh, sponsored by Gillette, the best a man can get. Because we're. I don't shave. Fuck, fuck you, Gillette. I don't want your shit. I don't shave fuck now, you. but I would shave if they sponsored us for sure. No, fuck you, Gillette. Gillette, I don't like the Gillette. The best a man can get. So uh, we, the best way to sponsor the Profiles podcast is to buy a T-shirt, a Bodega oh, T-shirt. Oh, come on. That is not the way. Send send me cash money in the mail. That's the yeah, best money. way to do it. What, cold, cold hard, hard cash. cash? Bitcoin's accepted. No, right. no Bitcoins. Oh, come on. They're worth like a bit. You've got one. It's worth <laughs> no. like a thousand bucks. It's like, no Bitcoins, please. I want actual How many Bitcoins have you got, PFAX? I don't, I don't want to talk about you it. you got one Bitcoin? I have a fucking Bitcoin, yes. Yeah, he's a not, fan sent it to oh. me. He's not happy about it, allegedly. How do you access it? Exactly! Exactly! I just money, please. Well, Can you the sell shop that? takes money. You don't know. Why don't you just sell it if you don't like it? Just give me the fucking he money. He doesn't know how. Give me the money. He's an old man. It's just a confusing thing I have that's a bunch of numbers and letters. I don't, I just, you know, just give me the, I don't, I don't want the fucking comments to be filled with Bitcoin nerds telling me how great Bitcoins are. I'll tell you what, zip it, all right? Get the money, put it in the envelope, send it. Give us the cash. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> On that note. See you later. See you next time. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.